We're learning Sikhe Beis of Parshas Baaloischa in Chelik Yuches on page 104. This Sikhe is quite a long Sikhe. The Rebbe will discuss, for the most part, the opinions of Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yishia. And as you have in many Sikhes of the Rebbe, the Rebbe will discuss Lashita Sayu Asli, how you see their opinion in many different places in Shas. The Rebbe will take us to different Mesechtes, different subjects showing their opinion as it comes out in many different cases. And then the main theme of the Sikha will be regarding the Karben Pesach being Deiche Shabbos and Karben Pesach, whether it's a Karben Tzibur or a Karben Yochid. This is a combination of many Sikhas that the Rebbe said over the month of Chodesh Nissen in the year Tav Shalamet Zayin, when Pesach fell out in Shabbos like it was in this past year. So let's begin. Von de Chilukim zwischen dem Karben Pesach, was mit gebracht in Mitzrayim, und dem Karben Pesach, was mit gebracht a Jahr nach dem in Midbar. So from the differences that there are between the very first Karben Pesach that was brought in Mitzrayim itself, and the Karben Pesach that was brought the following year in the Midbar. Wegen welches Wert erzählt in unser Parsha, so the second Karben Pesach, it's spoken about in this week's Parsha, that they brought the Karben Pesach on Yudal Nissen Erev Pesach. So there are two differences that the Rebbe will focus on here. Aleph number one, Pesach Mitzrayim hat man gebracht bi mea shavua b'chol. Pesach Mitzrayim was brought on a weekday. Weil b'chamisha b'shabbes yati Yisrael me Mitzrayim. We know that the Yidin left Mitzrayim on a Thursday. Is doch Yudal Nissen gewen mit hatok frie b'revie b'shabbes. So we understand that a day before Yudal Nissen is on a Wednesday. Then Pesach Midbar had been brought on Shabbos. On the other hand, the Pesach Midbar was brought on a Shabbos. We state in Seder Olam. It says in the Sefer Seder Olam, as Rishchidosh Nissen from Yanim Yor is given Rishon LeMaisa Bereishis. Rishchidosh Nissen that year was on a Sunday. Kumtais as Yudal Nissen is given Shabbos. If so, it comes out that Yudal Nissen is on a Shabbos. That's the first difference. Based, the other difference is, by Pesach Mitzrayim is the Ikat Goshe Geven der Yochid. The way Pesach Mitzrayim was brought, so we see that the individual bringing the carbon is the main thing emphasized. How is that? Yeah, the Yochid, Bayis, Hot, every individual or every home separately brought carbon. So number one, he had to bring and do all the different parts of the carbon alone separately in his house, the Shechite, the blood and everything else. Beis by Zichen Stub, the location where it's done, is also privately by him in the house. The blood which is placed on the doorposts of his house. On the other hand, when it comes to the second Pesach brought in the Midbar, all Yidin bring it together at the same time in the same place in the Mishkan. So this combines all Yidin that came there together. Baloshana, Shast, the expression the Gemara uses, says Osi Bichnufya. It comes by all Yidin assembling together. Pasifas Chaveirim Beregel, when all Yidin come together on the Yantav by Erev Pesach. And the Far, Vertus Ungerufen, a carbon tzibur. And therefore we find that the carbon Pesach is referred to as being a carbon tzibur. It's a carbon that the whole tzibur brings together. So those are the two points here. Whether it's brought on a weekday or Shabbos, and whether the carbon is a carbon yachid or a carbon sibur. Now, 
So we can learn from here, also regarding Aftamat and Teireh, that these two distinctions are really dependent on one another. Thus was Karben Pesach as Deiche Shabbos. The fact that Karben Pesach will push off Shabbos is this defar, was thus as a carbon tzibur. The reason is because it's a carbon of the tzibur. With the Gemara Zaktim Psachim, the Gemara shares the following incident that happened. Once of Pesach came out on the Shabbos. So they forgot the halacha. Could it push off Shabbos? Could they bring the carbon Pesach or not? This halacha was concealed from the B'nai B'seda that at that time were the Nesim. So Hillel was asked, and Hillel had gesagt, is there only one carbon Pesach that pushes off Shabbos? More than 200 carbonis of Psachim we have during the year that push off Shabbos. What did he mean by this? During the year, you have many carbonist tzibur that are similar to our carbon Pesach, which is also a carbon tzibur, and they all push off Shabbos, the carbon tomid, and the carbonist musaf of Shabbos, or the shchidish that's on a Shabbos, they all push off Shabbos. So we see that if they push off Shabbos because they're a carbon tzibur, so the same should apply to our carbon Pesach. And the Gemara is Mamshech, as I learned this up with Shava, Mayaday, Mayaday. That Hillel learned it out with Shava, comparing the word Mayaday, it says by Pesach, to the word Mayaday that it says by the Tomid. Then Mayaday v'shteit bem karben Pesach, from Mayaday v'shteit bem karben Tomid. So we clearly see from the flow of the Gemara that the meaning of this Shava here is that just like the carbon Tomid is Deich Shabbos because it's a carbon Tzibor, it's the same reason why the carbon Pesach is Deich Shabbos. Nachmer Mefurish is this in Yerushalmi. You haven't even explained more explicitly in the Yerushalmi. Vudegirse is as Hillel had gezog. There it says that what Hillel said was Hoyel v'tamid carbon sibur. Since the tamid is a carbon sibur, u pesach carbon sibur. Ma tamid carbon sibur doiches hashabbos. Af pesach carbon sibur doiche hashabbos. So Hillel clearly spelled out that pesach is a carbon sibur. And therefore, it's Deich Shabbos, like a carbon tomid, which is a carbon tzibur. Now, it says, Ken kashinit from them, was the Gemara zakt. There won't be any question here, from what the Gemara says in another place in Yuma, Nekoit hai klole biyotcha. The following is the rule regarding what pushes off Shabbos and what not. Kol kavua, if it's a carbon that has a set time, then Deich Shabbos, it pushes off Shabbos. And afil biyachit. The Gemara there says, even if it's a carbon brought by an individual, for example, some of the carbonists that the Kayan brings on Yom Kippur is called a carbon yachid, but it has a set day, it has to be brought in Yom Kippur. It's Toich Shabbos. When I say the Rambam, the Rambam says that as well. So, vile, the reason is, das is das Rab Meir. That's explaining Rab Meir's opinion, that the only thing you look at is whether it's a carbon that has a set time. The main point is not whether it has a set time, not in the minyan from Sibur, whether it's a carbon Sibur or not. And he brings, the Rebbe brings from the Mishnah in the, in the beginning of the second pedic of Tumura, where it says it clearly there. That's the rule a carbon Sibur pushes off Shabbos and a carbon Yachid does not. And from them, Gufe was the Bnei Beseda and Hillel. 
on Azayach Tzvishen Rabbi Yeshia, on Rabbi Yenison, Kedlekamansi of Dalit. So there was a discussion between Hillel and Bnei Pseida, and as we'll see, between Rabbi Yeshia and Rabbi Yenison, it's given a shakal of a tayyat, the Korban Pesach is deich Shabbos, whether it, the Korban Pesach could push off Shabbos or not, is mochach as a halten videtana kameh. The only way there's a room for any discussion about the subject is if we hold like the Tanakama that the rule that we look at is whether it's a carbon tzibur or not. While, if we're following Rab Meir's opinion, that the only thing to look at is whether it has a set time, is there's no room for any doubt, there's no questions. While carbon Pesach is Mane Kavua, carbon Pesach certainly has a set time of being a Yud Dalet Nissen. So what was the whole suffix or the machlekis between Rab Yeshe and Rab Yenison? So it must be that it's because carbon Pesach is only Deiche Shabbos if it's a carbon Tzibor. And for that, there's room for discussion, as we'll see the Rebbe will explain soon. So it's not, however, it's also true, as Medarv Zogin, as Oich the Deye, from Tanakame, Muzayin der Inyim von Zmane Kavua. The Tanakame also agrees that additionally, in order to be Deiche Shabbos, there's another condition that it's only by a carbon that has a set time. al However, that's just another condition, and that's a side condition. That's not the main defining point of why it pushes off Shabbos. Because the far is a par helam davashal tzibur in the teiches Shabbos. A par helam davashal tzibur, which is brought when a Sanhedrin paskind on a isa kodesh that it's allowed, so you have to bring a carbon tzibur for that. It's not teiches Shabbos. Hagamas chatas akol hu. It's a chatas brought by the whole klal Yisrael. On ein lochatzibur gadol meklal Yisrael, but nevertheless, it doesn't have a set time. But this condition, the Rebbe says, is a tonight zdodi. It's a side condition. The main point, as it says in the Lashon of the Mishnah in Tmura, according to the Tanakhama, is whether it's a carbon tzibur or a carbon yachid. On the river. So now we come back to the distinction between the Pesach and Mitzrayim and the Pesach and the Midbar. From Pesach Mitzrayim, versus given a carbon yachid in Mitzrayim, where the carbon was brought more as a carbon yachid by every individual in their home. On given bimea shavua. And it was also brought during the week. Nentmen as carbon yachid ain't a deich Shabbos. From there we learn that a carbon brought as by a yachid has to be only on a weekday. It doesn't push off Shabbos. Vashen came. Pesach midbar is given by Shabbos. The Pesach midbar was brought on Shabbos. In the Meifen is nicker as in dem carbon Pesach. Hotzach oifketon dem inyum von tzibur. And the fact can as deiches on Shabbos. So over here this this carbon Pesach was brought by all the Klal Yisrael gathering and assembling together at the Mishkan at the same time. And here, it's more emphasized the aspect of the carbon Pesach being a carbon Tzibur. And therefore, it was brought on Shabbos to make the point that, it, that when it's a carbon Tzibur, it's Deiche Shabbos. So we see clearly how these two things go together. Now, so the Rebbe here will explain more specifically, what is the story with the carbon Pesach? Is it a carbon Yachid or a carbon Tzibur? Hagam as Pesach Midbar Vedaitis, the Pesach brought in the Midbar, and then in all future generations, hot them gather from carbon tzibur. It, it does have the, the qualifications of being a carbon tzibur. As is a benit, carbon tzibur in alapratim. However, it's not a carbon tzibur on all levels and in all details. Adarab, actually, on the contrary, is as a carbon yachid, primarily, and if you want to really identify what this carbon is, it seems to be more of a carbon yachid. So the Rebbe points out a few details here. First of all, every group that's bringing a carbon has to separately bring their carbon and they are 
bringing from it, it from their own money. Yitfun lishka, mom and sibur, not like all other karbanis sibur, carbon tamid or carbon musaf, which is usually brought from the lishka. They had a chamber where they kept all the money of the machtas shekel that they used for the karbanis. Sizda achilas bailam. Another thing is the whole point over here. This carbon is to be eaten by the owners. That was the whole point of the carbon, that it should be eaten later by the owners that night. And it's only eaten by those individuals that are counted in advance on this carbon. And more details where we clearly see that the essence of the carbon Pesach is really a carbon yachid. These are all things where we clearly see that it's defined as a carbon yachid of an individual. Not, however, it also has certain things that make it to be qualified as a carbon of a tzibur. It's pointed out before, all Yidin gather together at the same time to bring it. On as vet geshachten begimel kittis. Dry kohals, it must be shechted in groups, kittos. There are three kohals. The Torah says that it should be shechted, kohal, Eido, and Yisrael, as the Rebbe brings in order 30, that it has to be shechted in the presence of a kohal, and in three groups together. You can't have a person shechting his carbon alone, separately in the Azara. So we clearly see that it has also certain aspects of a carbon tzibur. Says, as carbon Pesach, is koilol in zich, Gedorim siphon carbon yachid, siphon carbon tzibur. This is a carbon that has in it some aspects of a carbon yachid and other aspects of a carbon tzibur. V'yeshloima, you say to me, but we could say even more than this. It is a koilol nitalz pazundere in yonim. The fact that carbon Pesach has these two aspects, it's not that it has these two aspects separately. One thing is carbon yachid and then a completely different aspect of the carbon, carbon tzibur, unrelated to each other. No, rather, they're sort of blended in with each other. As in the Gidreya Yachid, Zenin Oichda Gidreya Tzibur. In those very same aspects where you see that it's a carbon of an individual, you can see there also that it's a carbon Tzibur. On Azayach Le'idach, and the same in the reverse, in the Tzibur Shabai is Da Oich Gedra Yachid. Even in those aspects where you see that it's a carbon Tzibur, it's also treated as a carbon Yachid. And where do you see this? Vigazak has said, is the Pesach Karev Mimamayna Shal Yachid? The carbon is brought from the money that's brought privately. It's brought for the individual to eat it. Only for those that are counted in advance on the carbon. So every group of people counted on a carbon needs their own separate carbon that they were designated for this. This itself, this carbon that you're donating privately and counted on separately, the only way to bring it, to shecht it and do it, is when you come assembling together with everyone else. So the, the yachir itself cannot fulfill his obligation unless he comes together with other yidin of other karbanas all at the same time. So in the yachir itself, it could only be fulfilled through a tzibur. Only edoch on the other hand, it has to be brought in groups because the Torah says the term of kohol, adas, in a congregation. However, even in this itself, it wasn't one large group of all of Klal Yisrael that brought it together, nor begimel kittis. It was divided into three groups. 
Das heißt, meaning, even here, where we're combining everybody together as one tzibur in one group, you still see that there's a division there and that there are certain details. It has to be in three separate groups. And because there's a suffix, how to interpret the Pasik, when it says, call Eidah and Yisrael, so the Gemara says each group has to consist of 30 people corresponding to the three expressions of Kohal, Eidah, and Yisrael. So again, we see a certain level of division within each group itself that it's divided into three, three times Kohal. So within the Tzibur itself, I see the aspect of division and Yochid in that itself. So this is the point here that we see regarding the Karban Pesach, that it actually has both aspects, Yochid and Sibur. So now based on this, we can understand the Shakal Vitaria, the discussion, Tzvishim B'nei Besere on Hillel. Tzikarben Pesach is Deiche Shabbos or not? The discussion they had, whether Karben Pesach is Deiche Shabbos or not. Since Kavan Pesach actually has both qualifications to it, Saifun Yochid and Saifun Tzibur. It's a Yochid, but it also has the Gedorim of a Tzibur. So therefore, there's a discussion here. is the Ikir under Machriya. Regarding this halacha of pushing off Shabbos, which one is the main? Which one do we focus on? The fact that it's a carbon Yochid or Tzibur. The fact that it's a carbon of an individual, so it does not push off Shabbos. Or maybe the fact that this is, after all, a carbon that also has aspects of Tzibur. And it's enough of a carbon tzibur that it could push off Shabbos. So this is the explanation of the discussion in the Gemara between Hillel and Bnei Beseda. An additional proof to this explanation, we can find from them, from Posik. So on the Posik where it talks about the carbon Pesach brought in its time, so Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yeshia also argued about this question whether the carbon Pesach is Deiche Shabbos or not. Rabbi Yeshia learned on top from Bemayadeh as carbon Pesach is Deiche Shabbos, Kedas Hill. Rabbi Yeshia's opinion is that it is Deiche Shabbos, like Hill's opinion. And Rabbi Yenison said, Mimashma azeh adayin leishamanu. From this word, B'mayadai, I still don't have a proof that it pushes off Shabbos. As Mekanet Atla uplana from B'mayadai, as Karben Pesach, as Deich Shabbos, Kedas, B'nei B'seyde. Like the opinion of B'nei B'seyde that said that it does not push off Shabbos. So, we have another two Tanoim that argue about the same subject. Now, Vibalt, as Oti, Nekuda, now. The point that we explained here. Vos is Goiviru Machriya. What's more significant? What's more important? The Yochidu Prat, the individual or the detail, or the tzibur, the klal. Or rather, we look at the collective, at the tzibur and the whole. So it's not only regarding, as we'll see in the continuation of the Sikha, it's not only regarding yachid versus tzibur, but the Rebbe here is adding prat versus klal. Do we look at a detail or do we, and what, what separates and distinguishes one thing from another? Or do we look at the collective whole? Do we look what is similar between one and another? Is in Kamemekaimis this idea, this discussion, this argument you find in many places, the Nukudas and Machlaikis from Rabyeshia and Rabyenison, Kidla Kaman, this is the point that Rabyeshia and Rabyenison argue about. 
is mistavis as das is oich the yisait from zeir plukta benegeya to carbon pesach. So therefore, it's very reasonable and logical to say that this is also the basis of their machlekes regarding the carbon pesach, whether it's doich shabbos or not. Do we look at the carbon pesach as a carbon yachid or as a carbon tzibur? And here, the Rebbe will bring us many, many examples. Well, I think it's about uh, seven additional examples that we see the Machlekes of Rav and Rav And then finally, later in Sif Yud, the Rebbe will come back to Korban Pesach. So let's begin. So we have over here, the Rebbe starts with uh, examples from a Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara is from the Pluktis, Tzvishin, Rav Yeshev, Rav was Ozil, Shittasayu, and then Akuda now. So some examples where we can see that Rabbi Yeshe and Rabbi Yenison follow their general opinion regarding this point, whether I look at the Yochid, is that the more dominant and more significant thing to focus on? Or I look at the Tzibur, or as the Rebbe mentioned, Prat versus Klau. By Bnei Yodam. So we see that they argue regarding this subject when it comes to people. Aleph, so the first example, by Irani Dachas. By the Allah of Irani Dachas, which is a city that the, all the people in the city served of Edezara, and the whole city has to, all the people in the city have to be killed, and so on. So, what is the amount of people in the Irani Dachas that qualifies to become an Irani Dachas? At Kamo Eisen Irani Dachas. What's the number of people in the city that it would become an Irani Dachas? So, Rabbi Yeshi's opinion is Miyud Vat Kuf. From 10 people till 100 people, that's a city of Irani Dachas. Divrei Rabbi Yeshia. Rabbi Yenison says, Mikuf No, it's only if it's either a hundred people up until most of a shevet that's there in a city that served the Vedizara. That's the Machlaikis. Now, what is the basis of the Machlaikis? Is Rashi Mazber, Dem Tam, for Rabbi Yeshia. So Rashi explains Rabbi Yeshia's reason. Less than ten people cannot be defined as a city. It's not a city, it's just individuals. In order for it to be a city, there has to be a certain minimum amount of people that will define it as a group of people that form a city. On the other hand, if it's more than a hundred people, so then it's not considered to be a city, it enters into another category of a tzibur, where it's one collective whole and not many people that are living in one city. In other words, what we see here, according to Rashi, is there are three different Categories. There's Yechidim, individuals, and then there's a ir, a city, which is unifying many individuals residing in the same city. But then there's a tzibur, when you have a really large number of people, so then everybody together creates this one collective whole that becomes a new entity of a tzibur. And the halacha of irani dachas is very specific. It has to be a ir, a city, irani dachas. Not too little people that it should be a yachid, and not too many that it should be a tzibur. So now, does haste. So, the way we understand that Rabbi Yeshia's opinion is as, as, as follows. Rabbi Yeshia halt, so Rabbi Yeshia is saying, If it's more than a hundred people, so now they're at Sibur, it's not a city anymore. On Rabbi Yenison halt, but however, Rabbi Yenison says, Even if it's more than a hundred people, Zenin Amitsias von Ir, they're still defined as a city, which is a kibbutz von Yechidim. A city is a place where many people assemble or live together in the same city. So they're not yet this new entity of a tzibur. They're still considered to be yechidim. Ad shevet. Until the majority of the shevet, we still see them as a combination of many yechidim. So this is one aspect of their machlaikis. 
when it's more than a hundred people, what kind of, how do we define this? Rabbi Yishi says we define it as a tzibur. It's not anymore considered to be yichidim living in a city. Rabbi Yishin says even more than a hundred people, it's still considered to be many yichidim that are living together in a city. Them. So the basis, the explanation of their machlekes is, According to Rabbi Yishia, the aspect of tzibur here is more significant. So therefore that's the way we define this number of people, more than a hundred. That's enough to say that this is a tzibur. That's the number that brings it to a different level. The aspect of tzibur is the way we define this, this group of people. Yainisen shit is, however, Rabbi Yainisen says, as Yochid is machria, that when you see and you look at a situation like this, more than a hundred people, you have to focus on the aspect of Yochid. That this is a number that you can still see individuals here. On the far, us an ear bizrubay shall shave it. And therefore, not unless you have most of a full shave it, it's still considered to be individuals that are living together in a city and it's defined as an ear. So that's their machlekes. Do you focus and define it as a tzibur or define it as a yachid? And the same thing also applies to the other part of their machlekes regarding an azayayich by yudvat kuf. When they argue regarding when you have the number of people from 10 to 100. Rabbi Yenison zetze al tzichidim mamish. So here Rabbi Yenison says that this would not qualify for irani dachas because the number of 10 to 100 is considered to be too small of a number. It's not considered to be a number where the people are together and they make up one city. These are literally separate individuals that happen to be living here, but they're not, it doesn't make up a city at all. This is a filanit an ir. It can't even be defined as a kibbutz of people that make up a city. Because again, Rabbi Yenison focuses on the aspect of the individual that you see in this group of people, and therefore each individual at, on this such a small number is viewed separately. Rabbi Yishia says, once you have 10 people, it's already considered to be a city, it could be defined as an ir, and that's where the irani dachas applies. That's the first example where we see the machlaikis of Rabbi Yishia and Rabbi Yenison regarding this subject. Bayes, another example there. By Mekalul of If a person curses his father or his mother. And the Postic says, Isha Shiyakalasimoi, a person that, that curses the father and the mother. So now the Braise here says, Based on this Postic, I would say that this only applies if he curses his father and his mother. From where do I know that even if he cursed his father alone or his mother, only the mother, how do I know that the Isra applies as well? So the Postic says, so the Pasuk again says the word Kilel. It said in the beginning of the Pasuk, Kalel, and then it says again Kilel at the end to tell me that Oviv Kilel, Imay Kilel, if he cursed his father separately or only his mother separately, then he'll be Chayev as well. That's how Rabbi Yishia learns and interprets these Pesukim. So he needs the separate and additional word Kilel to tell me that I separate Oviv from Imay. Rabbi Yisnaimer, however, Rabbi Yisnaimer says, Mashma Shneim Kechod, Mashma Echod Bifniatzma. When it says in the Torah, Oviv V'imai, it includes whether he is cursing the mother and the father, both, or it would also mean even if he curses each one of them separately. Oviv V'imai could be read as either the father or the mother. Ach Yifritochar Kosov Yachtov. Unless the Torah adds the word Yachtov, which you find in other places where it says both together, 
So I would say that Ovevimai could be read as either the father or the mother. I don't need a special drasha from the extra word of Kilel to teach me that it means the father separately or the mother separately. So here again we see this similar machlaikis, the basis of what Rabbi Yeshia and Rabbi Yenison argue on. Rabbi Yeshia halt, Rabbi Yeshia says, as medav kokun, if you call as oviviz imoy als enklal. You have to look at the collective whole that you have in a father and a mother. The common denominator between them is that they're the parents. They both gave birth to this person. If not for the fact that the Torah wrote again the word Kilel, I would say that he's only Chayev unless he curses both of them together. That's what Rabbi Yeshia focuses on. Look at the Klal of what combines the two together, that Aviv Imai go together. Rabbi Yenison says, no, that's not what you focus on. Look at each one of them individually as a separate person, a father, a mother. Look at what separates them. Unless the Torah will explicitly tell you that it's only Yachtov together. He doesn't require any additional word of Kilel to teach me that I look at the father as an individual for himself, and the mother as an individual for herself. Rabbi Yenison follows his opinion that I look at the aspect of the individual. And therefore it's clear automatically, I self-understood that it refers to each one of them separately. That's the second machlaikis. The third machlaikis, b'negea kochim. Other ever brings examples that you find regarding halachas of kochim. So we have gimel, the third example is what, what we spoke about before, Pesach, kanal, regarding the carbon Pesach, whether it pushes off Shabbos or not, whether I focus on the aspect of it being a carbon yachid or being a carbon sibur. Dalit, another example of kachim, oilas oif. When it comes to an oilas oif, and the question is whether the oilas oif would need nesachim or not, from where do I learn out that oilas oif does not require the nesachim, which is the wine that you pour in the mizbeach, that is, that is poured in the mizbeach by a carbon that's from a behema. So the Braise there says as follows, When the Torah says the, the din of Nesachim, so it says that it's a Reach Nechayach, when you bring your Kribonis from the cattle or the sheep. Why is the Torah saying Because before in the Pasuk it says that the Nesachim are for an Oila. So it seems that the oila would include even a bird that's brought as a carbon oila. Yitoy nesachim should require the wine poured in the mizbeach. That's why the Torah has to clearly say no, only from the animals. Rabbi says, I don't need the Torah to say to teach me this. When the passage before says the nesachim, it says oila izavach. So it says clearly a zevach. Only an animal which is slaughtered. Zevach. So because it says zevach, oif ain't a zevach. A oif is not slaughtered the way an animal is. So therefore it's, it's not included in zevach. So it's self-understood that a, a, a oif is different and the nesachim don't apply. So here again, we can see the point of the machlaikis between Rabbi Yeshe and Rabbi Yenison. Do I look at what distinguishes one detail from another? I look at the prat. Or do I look at what combines them? at the collective whole of how they are similar, a certain common denominator between them. Loit Rabbi Yeshia. Is machria, das was zevach, can getaitsch werden, 
So according to Rabbi Yishiyah, we interpret the word zevach the way it could mean as it says kailul and zir klayvim tzamen alasugim that the word zevach means a carbon being slaughtered, and that includes a few different details in this one collective category of zevach oichayif including a bird, true, it's not going to be shechted the way a carbon of behemoth is shechted, it's shechted by the melike, which is done with a fingernail, but that is its shechite, and therefore, even though the word zevach would literally mean to shecht with a knife, but nevertheless, generally speaking, if you look more at the klal, even an oif, goes into the category of a zevach, and therefore, Rabbi Yeshia says, you must have a miyut miyucha, the Torah has to specifically exclude that oil of does not require an asachim. You just look at the more specific and individual translation of the word zevach, and therefore, zevach means if it's slaughtered, as the way a carbon is shechted with a knife, and that does not include a bird. It's done through Malika and not Zvicha. So therefore, he applies the more specific and individual translation of Zevach. And therefore, it's self-understood that an Oif is not part of this. Another example, the fifth example, where we see there Machlaikis and how you look at things regarding money. So, by Mchaymish. This is a halacha of a Chaymish when it comes to redeeming Kachim, so you have to add, the owner that wants to redeem Kachim that he donated, he has to add a Chaymish, another fifth, more than the principle of the value of what he's redeeming. The Yosav Chamishisei Olaf, he adds a fifth. So the question is, how do we define a fifth? Shiyehei hu vechumshoi chamisha. Rabbi Yeshia says, the fifth is valued by the principle, including the fifth as well. After the whole amount of the principle plus the fifth, the fifth of that is the fifth that we're really counting. I'll explain in a moment, but that's the, the, the translation of these words here. Rabbi Yenison Neimer, Rabbi Yenison says, Chamishisai Chumshishal Keren. When we say that you have to add a fifth, so it only means, like we usually translate a fifth, to mean only the fifth of the principle. So the Gemara there says, Rabbi Yenishia Halt, as the Chaymish is Melabar. The fifth that you pay is from the outside. Meaning, after you look at the total sum, including your chaymish, what's going to be the a fifth of that amount? A chaymish from the keren, tzuzamim mitem vaseres meisif. What's going to be the fifth of both the principal, together with the additional fifth that you now added, what's a fifth of all of that? When Rabbi Yenison halt, chaymish melagov. No, the fifth is a fifth on the inside, which means chaymishay shal keren, only the fifth of the principal. The example that the Gemara there gives is of the number 20. So a fifth of 20, if that number alone, will just be four. $4 of $20 is a fifth. But if you want to have a fifth of the total sum after you add a fifth, so then that would be five. From 25, a fifth of 25 would be five. So therefore, that's basically their machlaikis here, whether it's a fifth just from the principle, which is 20, or do you have to add a fifth of the total sum after you include the fifth as well? Or really to say this machlaikis in different words, when the Torah says that you have to add a fifth, are you adding a fifth or are you adding a quarter? Right? So that's their machlaikis. Now, the Azbar and Zeplukte, so here as well, if you pay attention here, it's interesting, you see that they have the same basis of their machlekes, whether you separate and divide and distinguish, or you bring together different things that have a certain connection, you put them together. 
Keren v'chaymesh zanin tzvei bazundar pratim. The principle of what you're paying to redeem your kachim and the chaymish, which is the fifth that you're adding, are two different details. They can be viewed separately. The karen is the ikir tashlum, and the karen is the main, the principle of payment that you have to redeem. And the chaymish is aisafa. The chaymish is that additional amount that the tailor requires to pay. But then you could also see in them a certain common denominator. There is something that's the same by them. They bade the tzazamans and an ain tashlumen for the zalba maisa. There's one payment here for the same act, for the redemption of your kachim. It's all the money required to create this redemption. So here we see the machlekes. Rabbi Yeshia geit l'shitosai. Rabbi Yeshia follows his approach. Mitzarev un mechabrezayim bade pratim. He combines, brings together both details of the payment. So therefore you're giving the chaymish, which the Gemara refers to as a chaymish of the outside, of the total sum, that tzibur from karen v'chaymish tzizamin is chaymish. If you combine together the full amount that you're going to be paying at the end, which is the karen plus the chaymish together, so the full amount, the full fifth of all of that is the fifth that you have to pay which in the example that the Gemara uses there, which is $20, would be $5. Rabbi Yenison said, yeah, the Prat Bazunder. However, Rabbi Yenison looks at the two parts of the payment and he distinguishes. There's the Keren, this is the principle, and then the Chaymish is an additional requirement that the Tater says for whatever reason, but it's not part of the principle. On the river is the Shir from Ein Prat, them Chaymish, so therefore the shear of the of the chaymish is from one detail, a chamish is from the bazundere prat keren, chaymish mulagav. It's only a fifth of the keren alone, a chaymish on the inside, just from the principle of the payment, not of the other part of the payment, which is a separate thing. That the chaymish is separate of the keren itself. And therefore he comes out with the chaymish being just an actual fifth of the principle and not a fourth of the principle. Another example, benegeya zman. Applying this to time. Vav, the fourth, the sixth example. In them gather from Zman when it comes to time. By Egla Rufa, when it comes to the halacha of an Egla Rufa, which is brought in a case where a dead body is found and we don't know who killed this person, so you have to bring a calf there and chop off uh, the, the head from its neck. And the Pasuk there explains what's done and it says, where is the location that it has to be done? It has to be in a place which was never worked there, was never planted there. So L'Sha'ovar, this includes even a place that was never used or worked there in the past. Debre Rabbi Yeshia. Rabbi Yeshia says that it means L'Haba, is only referring to the future. Even if it's a place that was used in the past, it's okay. As long as it's not going to be used again in the future. On the Gemara is Mazber. Everybody agrees that for the future, you should not be using that place to work there or to plant there. As The argument is how to interpret the Pasik, whether this refers also to a place that was not used at all in the past. So here as well we could say that this argument, whether I combine the past to the future or not, is also the same point. In Zman, there are two different aspects of how we view time. Aleph, the Pratiminim. You could look at time and dissect it, divide it into the different details of time. Of our past, however present, vasid and future. That's one way to look at time. That's one aspect of time. Be is the Klalfunzman. Then there is the Klal of the time, the collective whole of the time, the continuation of the time, which keeps on flowing. 
klolos hemshech azman ain't zamstel von ova hoive and osid. The fact that time is made up of constantly past, present, and future. It's constantly moving from the past to the to the present to the future. So Rabbi Yeshia is mitzaref al tzamin. Rabbi Yeshia says we combine the time that the Torah says regarding when you shouldn't plant there. We look at it all as one collective whole. Mitzad klolos hemshech azman zenanoyve ova hoyve ve'osid ein inyan. So in that sense, it's all one continuation. The Rebbe Zokter, as the Tznai Shelo Yovim Bavlo Yizara, is at Sibu Vitziruf Hemshech Azman or Bemeila Oich in a Mava. So therefore, we look at the pasuk requiring that it should not be worked with, it should not be planted with. That the Torah is saying the condition of this place in time, past, present, future. This is the condition that the Torah wants in this entire continuation of time that you should be able to make the Eglarufa in that place. However, on the other hand, Rabbi Yenison cooked the protem funzman. He dissects time and looks at the details of what makes up time. How each the details of the past, present, and future of time is a separate entity. So therefore, we look from here going forward, the requirement of this place being an area that was not worked with, let's look at from here going forward. And we don't connect it, we don't need the condition of this place to be defined this way, also by the time before. The time before is considered to be separated from what's going to happen to this place in the future. So we have so far six examples here. Now, the Rebbe will bring more examples later, but before the Rebbe continues, the Rebbe will show us that each one of these examples, even though it's the same point that Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yeshia are arguing about, but nevertheless, they argue by each one of these cases separately. We get at come upon him, he said many times, we find something that's very clear, where there is the same opinion and the same approach in more than one place, there must be a necessity why the same point, the same achleikis is, is mentioned in all these places. Because if not, it would be enough if their machleikis is just brought in one place. You could learn from what they say in one place and apply it to other places that it follows their approach and their opinion. It wouldn't be necessary to spell it out regarding every single example. So the same is also here as well. In the last that I plucked, so the Rebbe starts with the last three arguments that were mentioned here. Oif, regarding the bird and the Nesachim. Chaymish, regarding how we evaluate the Chaymish and Zman, regarding the time that the earth should not be worked with by the Egla Rufa. We can say, Lu lay them, if not for the fact, was mitzad and a kudumishetefes and the alapluktes from the zelbe baliplukteis mistavut zorganaz lishitasai ozli. If not for the fact that we can clearly see that it's the same tanoim arguing and they're following the same approach, if they would only speak about one of these cases, then I could say, as the machloikis is nit fabundimit in the kudana. Not necessarily is the argument of Rabbi Yenis and the Rabbi Yishia based on the Nakuda that we're discussing, whether to combine and look at the collective whole or to distinguish and separate the details. I would say that there's maybe other individual reasons for each individual one of these cases that is the explanation of the Machlekes there. In Yadeplukte Lefi 
in each machlekes, in each case, there could be a completely different explanation, not related to the general point that the Rebbe is making here in the Sicha. And the Rebbe goes through them. Aleph number one, by Oila Saif. The machlekes they have regarding Oila Saif. So what's their machlekes? Whether the word Zevach includes a bird, or the word Zevach does not include a bird. We can say, as the so this argument, whether the word Zevach includes a bird or not, would be dependent on something totally different. Not with this general question of whether I combine, whether I look more at what combines or what distinguishes. This is connected to a machlaikis, not only regarding kachim, regarding all oifis that you want to eat. Is there a requirement of shechite before you eat a bird? Menateire? Or does menateire? No. Before you eat a bird, there's no requirement of shechite. So this is a machlaikis bachlal. When Agama ziplukta anal is nor by chulin, even though this is a machlaikis that the Gemara brings regarding birds by chulin, not benigayat to kachim, mashenkin kachim, darfim lukul al mahobim malike, Kotchim, on the other hand, you don't shech them with a knife the way a behemoth is shechted. It's done with the nail, which is malike. Gefint benaber as the zelbe loshen zevach shteit oich benegei tzachulin. The Torah uses the term zevach, which means to slaughter. It uses that regarding chulin. Ubemela oib ein shchita loif menatayde. If there's no requirement of shchita for a bird menatayde. Can oif nit nichol verenim loshen zevach? So then we understand that oif is not included in the term zevach because the Torah uses zevach when it talks about the halacha of shechting animals for chulin, and it does not include a bird. A full of an estate by kachim. So therefore, even by kachim, when the Torah uses the term zevach, just like by chulin, we see that it does not include birds. So by kachim as well, it doesn't include birds. But if by chulin the term zevach does include birds, because there is shechitim in atayre. So then by Kotchim, when it says Zevach, even though by Kotchim it is done through Malike, but the term Zevach includes birds as well. So we see that the basis of the Machlaikis could be on, based on this, a completely different subject, whether there's a requirement of Shechite for an Oif Menatayr or not. Based the Machlaikis regarding the Chaymish. Chaymish in Emtam from Esophis Chaymish by Pidnim von Hegdish. What's the reason why the Torah requires to add a Chaymish? It's Mevaya the Rambam. So the Rambam explains... Yar the title is safe machshavas adam. The title sees deeply into a person's thinking. Sheteva shaladam neite laharbes kinyane. The nature of a person is he's looking to acquire more for his own possessions. On the red pay design, bepaches mishavyai. He'll donate something for kachim, and then he decides he wants to redeem it. He's going to redeem it with a cheap price, even less than its value. And therefore, the title says you have to add a fifth to be sure that you're giving it its fair value to kachim. So therefore we can say, as the plukte is an upshatzen machsheves adam. So the argument really here is, regarding a person's attitude, how do we evaluate a person's attitude? How much is Taita concerned to, how far will a person maybe decrease from its true value? Is enough to have him add the quantity of just a fifth of the principle? Or was still not out of a doubt that he might actually minimize its value even more. On the great guide from I mentioned, the readiness or the person still 
maybe we'll uh, redeem it less than its value. And therefore the title requires that you add a quarter more than what the uh, Keren is. So the basis of the Machlekes is not based on the point of whether we combine the Keren and Chaymish together or we look at each one of them separately, but rather it's based on the Teda evaluating the attitude of people to what degree are we concerned that a person will minimize its value. Gimel's man, regarding time, whether we, we, we look at the length of time altogether, that the area should not be used at all, or we just look at the future. The question here is not whether to combine the various aspects of time or to distinguish and separate the various aspects of time. Not in the The argument might actually be about the very definition of time itself. In Lashon von Ragachover, the way the Ragachover says about time, What is time? Is time a combination of details, a combination of past, present, or future? Or really, in time, there isn't any moment in time where you could sort of separate it and cut and say, this is past, this is present, this is future. Time is continuous. And therefore, even though technically we divide past, present, and future, but really, time is really one collective whole. There is no details here. So, it's an argument about how to define very the very concept of time itself. Not... A, a situation where you have details and the question is whether to divide or whether to combine. So therefore, you see here, all three of these machlekesin have another approach of how it theoretically could be explained and therefore Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yeshi are arguing in all of these cases so it should be clear that their shitte, their approach, does apply by all three of these cases. Now that ever comes back to the first uh, two machlekesin that he mentioned of Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yeshi, to explain the necessity of the first two arguments that were mentioned, which was the Irani Dachas, the number of people to make up an Irani Dachas, in the case of Makalal Aviv Imai, whether it includes a father and mother together or not, in the Pasik without an additional Ribui. By Makalal is the Plukte in Pirish from Signa Nakosav. By Makalal, we could say that they're really arguing about how to read the style of the writing of the Teda. How do you understand the way the Teda writes? When the Teda schreibt zwei Sachen, when the Teda writes two things. On dem Wort Yachtov. And it does not explicitly say that they come together. Do you read the Vav as a Vav Achibor, that it, it, it means both together? Or the Yad or I say that it's like the Teda wrote, or, and therefore each one is separate. So it's just a question of that Vav in between. Do I view it as a Oi or as a Chibor? It's a question of style of writing. And thus, Kemret Wissen from the Andere Pluktis. This argument regarding the way the Taita writes is not something that I would understand from the other Machlekesen where the discussion is regarding whether I divide or separate. That's uh, one way we could explain why that's a different kind of Machlekes. Or, alternatively, we could say why that case is a different Machlekes. Da is the Plukte when the Teire is mefaret because of echad zwei legamri bazundere inyanen. Here, the point of the Machlekes is when the Teire is spelling out in one Pasik two completely different entities, a father and a mother. Nitvi karen v'chaymish, not like karen v'chaymish, there are both money. They both are very similar. Tzimizalzei mitzarev zayin le'echad. And the question is whether I combine them together as one. Ken menzogin. So therefore there would be room to say, as a gam Rabbi Yeshia halt, as an under the fallen is men mitzarev, 
even if it's true that in other cases we do combine other details together, but in them follows manit mitzarev. Here, when the Torah is talking about two completely separate people, the father and the mother, a person cursing the father or a person cursing the mother, it's two totally separate people. So maybe in such a situation, even though the Torah puts it in the same pasuk, Rabbi Yoshia would agree that here I don't combine them together. It's not like by the Karen and Chaimish where it's just one sum of money that in the end he's paying together to make the redemption of his uh, kachin. By Irani Dachas, similar I could say regarding Irani Dachas, why is it necessary to say that Machlaik is separately? There I could say is a plukte in the Pirish von Avart Vashtaten Taira. There as well, the focus of the argument is also how do you interpret this word? The Taira says a word of ear. What is the meaning of a city? What's the definition of a city? We know what a yachid is. We know what an individual is. We know what a tzibur is. Tzibur is the collective whole of all of Klal Yisrael. It's a new entity of a tzibur. How do I define an ear? What is a city? So they're really arguing about this word ear. Was wert ongerufen ear? What is a city? And when is it not a city? Nor When do I say that many people living together, they're not really a city, they're just individuals that happen to be neighbors and live near each other, but it doesn't make up into a city. Or maybe they're even more than an ear, rather it's referred to as a tzibur, which is a new collective whole and not even considered to be a city. So the, the argument is really about this new definition of ear that the Torah says here, not connected to the general machlekes of Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yishia. However, the Rebbe asks on this second pshat here, uh, regarding Irani Dachas, on this point of Irani Dachas, seemingly you could ask, deep plukte, this argument, how to define the word ir, is by it's very similar to the argument regarding the bird, whether it requires nesachim or not, it doesn't, but we, from where do we know that it doesn't require nesachim? Versus the pirish from Varcha, because of zevach. There also, there's a word that the Torah says, zevach, and it's unclear exactly how we define the word zevach. If so, true, we're saying that over here there's a machlekes that's revolving around a, a definition of a word, ear. But similarly, by Zevach, it's also the same kind of Machlaikis. It's revolving around the word Zevach. How do I define the word Zevach? And it's the same point of Machlaikis, of the, of the argument here. Do I focus on the Yachid, and therefore I apply that kind of a explanation to the word ear? Or do I focus on the Tzibur, and I apply that kind of explanation of the word ear? And the same thing regarding Zevach. Whether I focus on Yachid or Tzibur regarding the explanation of what this word Zevach means. So how are these two machlekesin different from one another? Again, the basis of everything that I've been saying here is that we have to show a point how we can see that each one of these arguments could be different. Is So the answer is very simple. In addition to the point that was already mentioned before, as by Zevach, Yeshleimar, as Das, is Tolitz, Yesh, Shchitel, Oifman, Atayre. The dear true, they're arguing about how to, deter, how to interpret the word Zevach, but the basis of the Machlekes is really dependent on the Halacha of Shchite, whether there's a mitzvah of Shchite for an Oif or not. So that's not really based on the actual interpretation of the word Zevach, like it is by the case of Ir. Yeshleimar, we could say another point. By Irani Dachas is the Achidish Vichiluk Bidin in the Inyan from Tzibur Gufa. By Irani Dachas, you find something unique regarding the concept of a Tzibur. Asara, here there's a number of 10, there's Meya, 100, or Rube Shoshevit. You don't find that regarding other things when it comes to a Tzibur. Here we have these additional categories of 10, 100, or Rube Shoshevit. 
und der Fall. So therefore, what we can't mean here, I would think, as in them fall is Rabbi Yeshia made it to Rabbi Yenison. Maybe Rabbi Yeshia would agree to Rabbi Yenison as that more than a hundred are still considered to be only an ear. Because even ear has an aspect of tzibur to it. There are various levels of tzibur here. So true, Rabbi Yeshia focuses on the concept of tzibur and everything, but maybe even Tfei to some extent is considered to be a tzibur. Even an ear is a level of a tzibur, so maybe here we would agree to Rabbi Yenison that Tfei is an ear. Or, in, so, in this case of Virani Dachas, maybe the argument could be made in the reverse. Rabbi Yenison is Meidel Rabbi Yeshia. Maybe Rabbi Yenison would agree to Rabbi Yeshia in the, in the approach of looking at the Tzibur aspect. Vibalt as Bekama, Bekama, and Yonim, Zenin, Asara, Oisichidim. We know regarding many things, Asada is a minion, it makes up a whole kohal, and therefore, even Rabbi Yenison would agree to Rabbi Yeshia that they're not Yechidim anymore. So because we find different levels of Tzibur here, so this is not so clear exactly how we define Yachid versus Tzibur, even if you do focus on Tzibur, maybe Tzibur in this, in this aspect is even by a lower number. Even if we're focusing on Yechidim, maybe the Yechidim is only less than 10, but once you're by 10, even Rabbi Yenison would agree that's not a Yachid anymore. So there Therefore, the, the, the machlaikis regarding Irani Dachas is unique, and therefore that machlaikis is said separately. The Rebbe continues, Dos was Rabbi held by Makalo, going back to that argument regarding a Makalo, a person that's cursing a father and a mother. As Mitzarev Tzvei Pratan Vashtein and Teirit Zazamen, that when it says in the Teirit Esavu Vesimoy, I combine them both together, the father and the mother. Is this nitnar? So it's not only here in this machlekes. When bei the pratim zenef and zelb mesug aviv imoy, when you have two mentioned in the pasuk that are from a similar category, it's a father and a mother. They're both parents. Now I feel when they zenef zvei bazundir esugim, even you find that Rabbi Yenison holds, or Rabbi Yeshia rather holds, that you combine two things mentioned in one pasuk, or you can combine two different things, even when they're completely from different categories. Here we're going to see a bigger Chiddush in the opinion of Rabbi Yeshia that you combine two things that are really very, very different from each other. And Zion, this brings us to the seventh Machlekes of Rabbi Yenison and Rabbi Yeshia regarding the Zrika of the blood on the Mizbeach HaPnimi on Yom Kippur. Ma'arven Lekronis. So the halacha there is that you have to mix the bloods do you have to mix the bloods that are sprinkled on the Mizbeach? There were two karbanas that were brought there. The par that the Kayin brings for himself to be mechaper for himself, which to some extent is considered to be a carbon yachid. And the sa'ir, which is the sa'ir la Hashem that's brought to be mechaper for all of Klal Yisrael. So you have both of these bloods. So when you spray them on the Mizbeach HaPnimi, do you have to mix them together and then spray them together? I do not mix them together to spray them on the corners of the Mizbeach. So what is this based on? So the Braise there says, You have to take the blood of the par and the soyer. So the Rabbi Yeshi's opinion is, You have to mix them together. You mix them and then you spray them on the Mizbeach. From each one separately. They both have to be sprayed on the Mizbeach, but separately. So here we see a big chiddush. The par from Kohen Gadol like put him as a carbon yachid. This par brought to be mechaper for the Kohen Gadol himself is considered to be a carbon of an individual of the Kohen Gadol. On the soy Rashi the soy that's brought to be mechaper for all of the Yidden, 
carbon zibur. That's a carbon zibur. From this wagon, haltrab yeshia as mizemitzarev on ma'arev yachad. These two very different kinds of carbonis, and one is a yachad and one is a carbon zibur. We do combine the bloods together to spray them on the mizbeach together. That's the extent that Rabbi Yeshia says that you look at the collective whole bloods of two carbonis and you combine them together. Another chiddush that you find in Rabbi Yeshia's opinion here regarding combining these bloods together. Let's look at what Rabbi Yeshia says regarding cursing a father and a mother. As lule the limud miyuchad, if not for the fact that the Torah would tell me otherwise, veisbenar kilal aviv veimai, then I would say that the iser is only if a person curses the father and the mother. Mentis nit as as mimuzem mikalazim bevas achas and demzel ben dibur. It doesn't mean that he would only be chayev or it's only forbidden if he curses his father and his mother together in demzel ben dibur at the same time. Not afilazach hazeh, even if he cursed the father and mother one and then later the other. On the chiddush from pasuk is as a fila oib aviv other imoy alein is mechayev. The pasuk comes and teaches me that even if he cursed only the mother or only the father, he'll also be chayev. That's the subject over there regarding the father and the mother. To say so, what does we understand there? Der letzadef, the extent of combining the two entities we're speaking about in them fal meant beide aviv onibay. It's referring to combining the father and the mother. But it's not combining them in one dibur, in one entity, mamish together. It's cursing the father and then later the mother. That's the meaning of the combination there. That's the extent of the combination. When it says there that we separate them, that even if you curse just one of them alone and not the other at all, you'd be chayef. That's the pshat of the machlekes there. Is here, when we're talking about mixing the bloods to sprinkle them on the corners of the Mizbeach. Here the Machlekes is on another level. Everybody agrees that you have to combine, the, yet that you have to spray both of the bloods on the Mizbeach. The plukte is, What they're arguing about is, do you go even further to actually combine them and mix them to sprinkle them together at the same time? Or you spray them one and then the other. That's ah, so a different level of machlekes here. So here there's a bigger chiddush in Rabbi Yeshia's opinion. By ma'arv on the Quran is that you mix the bloods together. Here we're actually mixing the bloods into one entity to spray them together on the mizbech. That's a much bigger chiddush. On the other hand, we can say, There's also something that's unique about Rabbi Yenison's opinion that holds that you usually separate things from one another. Here, regarding the bloods of the par and the soyer that are separated. What's the Chiddush? Kanal, as mentioned before, is the soyer a carbon tzibur. The soyer brought for Klal Yisrael is a carbon for the tzibur. On the far is da svarat zazagan as lakula alma. There would be room to say that according to everybody, oich loy tarab yainisin is memetzarev tsum tzibur soir nochayochet par ma'arvan lekranis. Since the soir is the tzibur carbon, that's the main carbon that includes all the klal yisrael. The par is a carbon just of one yachet of the kain gadol. So therefore, over here there would be a room to say that because this is a yachet together with a tzibur, so maybe here it's not two individual details. It's not two. Of two yichidim, or maybe two levels of tzibur, 
One is Sibor and one is Yachid. So maybe in such a situation, Rabbi Yenison should agree that the Yachid becomes secondary to the Sibor and should mix it together. Mashainkin by Mekalo, whereas Rabbi Yenison's opinion regarding cursing a father and a mother, which is Aviv, Vusai Aviv that is, and Sai Imei Zanin Yechidim. There we're talking about a father that's an individual and a mother that's an individual. And there there's the question, these two individuals, do we combine them together or separate it? So here, in our case of the bloods of the carbon Sibur and the carbon Yochid, it's a much bigger Chiddush, that even though it would seem the Yochid should be secondary to the Tzibur, I don't combine them together. Now, the Rebbe comes to the final Machlekes, where we see Rabbi Yeshe and Rabbi Yenison arguing regarding this subject. Nachap looked at Tzvishin Rabbi Yeshe with Rabbi Yenison. Another argument amongst them is whether I combine the two together or I distinguish and each one is separate. Chest, the eighth argument, by Godel Haba Alaktana. A Godel that has an, an, an impermissible relationship with the Katana, if she's an Eshesish, and then Umeisu Gam Shneem, the Pasik says that they both are Chayev, they both deserve to die. So when, when there's a, a relationship with an Eser of Eshesish that's done, so the Pasik says Shneem, both die. Achiyu Shneem Shavn Kechad. The Chiyuv Mise for the, for the Godel is only if the Isha is also a Gedayla, and they both would be Chayiv Misa, then the Chayiv Misa applies for the man. So in such a case, where it's a Godla Baal, a Ketana, because she's not Chayiv Misa, since she's a Ketana, so there's no Chayiv for the Godel either. The Postic says, that the man alone, that had a relationship with her, even if she is not going to be Chayiv, we look at the man separately, and he will be Chayiv. So here again, we see the same point. Rabbi Yeshia Zakt, as the Chiyav Misa, Meisu, Leitzach, Hatzir of Shneim, that the Chiyav Misa goes only on both of them, Ke'echad, both together. We look at the collective whole of the one Aveda done by the two together, or Bemeilu Muzen Beidazayim Bnei Yenshin. The punishment only applies if both of them are Bnei Yenshin. Rabbi Yenison Halt, as Mizenit Metzarev, I look at the act done and I look at each individual what he did. The chi of Mises of Yederen, Bazunder, Echad, Echad, Bifneyatzma. I look at everyone separately. Umeisa ish, Levadai. The man is going to be Chayev Mises separately, regardless of the condition of the woman that was involved in this Aveda. So we see clearly again the same idea whether to combine or to separate. The Tzrichese in Derp Lukte, like Pirish Rashi in the Sugya. So now, why this Machlekes is also necessary, even though we have all the other examples, according to Rashi's Pshar and the Gemara, what's unique about this Machlekes? A Ketana is nit shavet so a Godel Ba'inshin. Again, let's read that again. A Ketana is nit, nit shavet so a Godel Ba'inshin. You can't consider a Ketana to be in the same category as a Godel, but not equal. That's what Nitshava means, that there's some comparison between them, but they're not equal. That's not true. Narzi is nit begeder ancient. A katana is not at all in this whole category of being punished. She, there's no connection between her and the godl. On the Farvot, Miguel Zogin, so if so, there would be room to say, as in them Falans, this case is Rabbi Yeshia made this to Rabbi Yenison. Rabbi Yeshia agrees to Rabbi Yenison that the condition of the katana does not affect the Einish of the godl. As chachas is nidad that knife and shneim keechad bleib the chiva from godl. Even though you can't combine both of them together, the godl will be chayiv separately. Why? Well, thus was the ketana is nit nenash. The fact that the ketana can't be punished along with the godl is this nit heipich from them tzir of shneim keechad. You don't have an issue here that you have two that have to be combined and you can't combine them. Well, this is nit beget the tzir 
the katana, which is not a bas oinchen, is not a mechlal of, in, in, in part of this aveda. It's as if she doesn't exist as far as the oinish is concerned. So therefore, in such a case, maybe Rabbi Yeshi would agree that I'm not, not combining two that's supposed to be together. She doesn't belong over here, Bechlal. She's not part of this Aveda as far as Einstein are concerned. She's a Katana. So therefore, there's a unique Chiddush here that Rabbi Yeshia says, even in such a case, the Einish for the Gadol is only if the, the Isha is also a Gadolah. And her being a Katana will withhold the Einish of the Gadol. Now, finally, the Rebbe comes back to the Karben Pesach. The Chiddush was is in the Plukta by Pesach. So the unique thing that we find regarding their Machlekes, regarding the Karben Pesach, was the fact Kemenis not uplenif in the under the Plukta Sanal. And therefore, it cannot be learned out from any of the other arguments mentioned before. Vigaret Friye Barucha, as we mentioned earlier at length, is Lukula Alme, hot Karben Pesach, and Zich, Beide Gedarim, Saifen, Sibur, and Saifen, Yochit. Carbon Pesach is unique that it's a carbon that has within it certain aspects of a yachid and certain aspects of a carbon tzibur. This is unlike any of the other cases mentioned before where the basis of their argument is do I define it as a tzibur thing or do I define it as a yachid? Or do I look at the detail that distinguishes this from other things or do I look at the collective whole? So it's one or the other. By carbon Pesach, everybody agrees that it has both aspects in it, Yochid and Sibur. On the Rebbe Valtnige Kenzogin, so therefore one would say, as in them follows Rabbi Yeshia, Maidit Rabbi Yenison, as is nit an Indian Shotzibur, maybe Rabbi Yeshia would agree to Rabbi Yenison, and in this case, after all, it has an aspect of Yochid. Everybody agrees that it has that aspect of Yochid, so maybe he would hold like Rabbi Yenison that it can't push off Shabbos. On Azayach Lehebich, or we could say the reverse, as Ken Zayin, as Rabbi Yenison is married to Rabbi Yeshia, as is Nitan Enyim from Yochid. That because it has an aspect of Tzibur, even according to his opinion, so it's Deich Shabbos. Everybody agrees it has an aspect of Tzibur. So this is a different kind of Machlekes. Over here, the Machlekes applies regarding a carbon which has both, both aspects, Tzibur and Yochid. And the question is, now what is the halacha going to be? Do I look at the, do I focus on the aspect of yachid that it has, or do I focus at the aspect of tzibur that it has? That in Yenanal, in Karben Pesach, as a sod gedarim from yachid and tzibur, that it has both of these details, yachid and tzibur, that mfashtein klere lutin hezber in gedrat tzibur. How do we combine? How do we have a combination of Yachid and Sibor within one carbon could be clearer understood when we define better what exactly is the Sibor that we're talking about over here? In general, the meaning of the word Sibor, when you have the collective congregation as one whole, what is this concept of a Sibor? So there's two ways I have to explain it. Aleph, one is, Ezvert, bottle the Metzias from Yechidim. Sibor is a completely new entity. The individual does not exist. It's a new entity of one whole. One whole entity of a tzibur. Just like a yachid is one indivisible individual, so too the tzibur now forms one collective whole that's indivisible. It's one new entity. That's one concept of tzibur. There's no individuals here in this tzibur. Bays, however, there's another way of interpreting or defining a tzibur. Tzibur mengnet ametzies achas legamri. Sibur does not mean that there's this new one entity, completely new. A Sibur is a combination of many, of many individuals that make up a Sibur. The individual is not lost in the Sibur. It is the many individuals that make up the Sibur. 
from Beroivam, Hadras Melech, when we say that when you have many eaten together, so there's the beauty of the king that you do a mitzvah in such a way and so on. So it's the point is that you have many. But the Mukhovin is Nit Azeverna Metzias Achas. The beauty of having many together is not because now they're one entity, but on the contrary, does negate ribui. What's important, what's significant here is the fact that you have many. Vas mer derav altsmer is esmaisif in the hadras melech. The more people there are, the more beauty there is for the mitzvah that's being done for the eibishter. So here, there's a completely different aspect of tzibur. The fact that you have the many, the combination of all the yechidim that make up the tzibur. So yeshleimar as das is the gather hat tzibur ben pesach. When we say that that the carbon pesach is a carbon that has the aspect of yachid in it and the aspect of tzibur in it, so the reason really is because it's a carbon tzibur, but it's a carbon tzibur that allows for the yechidim, which is made up by the yechidim. It's not a kind of carbon tzibur where the entire Kla Yisrael loses its own individual identity and becomes just one new entity which seemingly is what happens by every carbon tzibur, by a carbon tomid or a carbon musif, where everyone donates the machtes shekel, and now they take from the lishka, and it becomes like a new entity of a carbon that's brought. Nor vu ale yidn tzibur, bleiben ametzies von ribu yechidim, all the klal Yisrael are many, and they assemble together, the knufya, they come together, but those many are what make up the tzibur. Or at least the number three is that number that remains of the division of the many that you have to divide it into three categories. <clears throat> so therefore, this is a kind of tzibor that doesn't negate the yechidim that make up the tzibor. It actually is comprised of all of those yechidim that make the many into the tzibor. So now from here, the Rebbe comes to explaining the two aspects of carbon yachid and carbon tzibur regarding the carbon pesach on a more ruchnizdige level. The tam pnimi a deeper reason for vos carbon pesach hotten sich bede in yonem yachid and tzibur. Why is it that carbon pesach is a unique carbon that it has in it both of these aspects of yachid and tzibur? Pesach is the zman haleide for Nam Yisrael. Pesach is the time of the birth of Klal Yisrael. So therefore the carbon Pesach also expresses the two opposite characteristics that you find amongst Yidin. Ali Yidin zenen fareinikt in ein metzies von atzibur. One unique thing about Klal Yisrael is that all Yidin are, are, separate, again, are, uh, are united as one one entity of kaima ach make up like one body, one metzies. So the concept of tzibur is a unique thing for Klal Yisrael, for Yidin, that are united as one. Le'idach, on the other hand, Yed far is an oil a unique thing and a unique power that you find regarding Yidin is that every individual Yid is referred to as a full world for himself. The power of the individual is extremely powerful by a Yid, so much so that he's an oil a So we see these two things of tzibur and yachid are extremely powerful in every Yid. Der Mate is Movan, Favas, der Ian von Zibur in Kaben Pesach, Hatzachesh, Oitgeton, in Pesach Midbar. So, since we're saying that this whole Ian of Yachid and Zibur is related to the fact that this was the time of the birth of Klal Yisrael, so we can understand why this Ian of Zibur, as the Rebbe said earlier in the Siche, was specifically regarding the second Kaben Pesach that was brought in the Midbar. Hagam, as late as Am Yisrael, is given by Yitzhiyasim in Mitzrayim. Although the birth of Klal Yisrael happens when they left Mitzrayim. 
weil euch bei jedem hat die Achane zum Messias von Zibber sich aufgetan, erst später beim Attentäter. Even bei jedem, the entity of them being one collective whole, this new entity of a Zibber, takes place at Matentaire, or at the pre pre preparation to Matentaire, when Yidin came and camped by Har Sinai altogether, when they then zugekommen zu Vayichan, Shom Yisrael, Megadahar, Ki Ishechot. That's when Yidin became an Ishechot. So therefore, the carbon Pesach, where you see that it's one collective whole as a Tzibor, is also only then in the Midbar, the second time after they left Mitzrayim, after Matentaire. For on this however, at the same time, is Eichel Mitzrayim given that Inyan from Akrovas at Pesach? So also in Mitzrayim, they brought the carbon Pesach then, or Nachmer, and not only that, Kama, the Kama, Alochus from Pesach Deiris, werden abgeleitet and Dafke from them, was steht by Pesach Mitzrayim. Many of the Alochus of carbon Pesach for all future generations are learned from what happened by Mitzrayim. Das heißt, what does this mean? As Pesach Mitzrayim is the Reish v'yesoid from the Shpete de Gipsachim. This is the beginning and the foundation of all the other Karbanis Pesachim brought in later generations. While das was Am Yisrael, is später, beis Matenteire, geworden am Metzies von Zibur. The fact that Yidin later, at the time of Matenteire, become an entity of one entity at Zibur, is es in Anoifin, was the Metzies und Chshivus von Yochid. This all happens in such a way that the significance and the entity of the individual was his Mudgish and Pesach Mitzrayim canal which is emphasized in Mitzrayim, when every Yid is bringing his individual carbon. The individual, the significance of the individual is not lost. The importance of the individual remains even later, after you have the Chilish of Matan that Yidin turn into one big Tzibur. And we can say also, as euch in Pesach Mitzrayim is given al kapanam ameim for ninyan atzibur. We also find in carbon Mitzrayim that somewhat of an aspect of tzibur was there by that carbon as well. So it says in the Medrash, as kol Yisrael ab gegessen from Pischei shel Moshe, that all Yidden came to take part in the carbon Pesach of Moshe Rabbeinu. So they all took part together in one carbon. Warum, wie bald, as Pesach Mitzrayim is the Yisait from Pesach Deiris, as we said, Pesach Mitzrayim is the foundation for all future Kurbanis of Pesach and future generations, hat gemust sein in him, so there must be there as well, al kopanem in him carbon from Nasi at least by the carbon of the Nasi which includes all the Klai Yisrael, ame'en from Inyan Atzibur, somewhat of this Inyan of Tzibur, which is expressed by the fact that all Yidin came and joined and ate from his carbon. So therefore we could understand, we see over here the significance of Tzibur and Yochid regarding the carbon Pesach, that this is representative of what the unique Chiddush of the existence of Klal Yisrael is. So this point here, as Das Vesam Yisrael, Zanon HaMetzius from Tzibur, is Nit Mevatel Yechidim Shabbat. The fact that Yidin are turned into a new entity of a Tzibur, the collective whole. But at the same time, the importance of the individual is not lost. Spiegel Tzachab, by Karbanis Tzibur Mamish. This is reflected even by Karbanis Tzibur that are really fully Karbanis Tzibur, like the Karban Tameh, the Karban Musaf, and so on. Even there, you can see that the individual is important. Warum? How? Because. Hagam, as they come from Mamit Tzibur, the Karbanis that are brought for the Tameh and Musaf, and so on, they're not brought from any private money. It's brought from the money coming from the Tzibur. When you give the Machtas a shekel, 
You have to relinquish any private ownership or control over this money. You're totally donating it and giving it away into this general box where all the shkalim go into. It's totally not any more money related to any individual. So the carbon is brought from this money. The chayda has no trace of any individual of the money that was donated from. From Dazd Vegan. However, we find the part of the individual is not completely annulled, even regarding those carbonas like a carbon tomit. The Chazal Zaganay from Pasik by Kairach Vadosai, like Chazal tell us, we're over there by Kairach, so Mesh Rabbeinu says, Al Tefen El Minchasam. Don't turn to their Mincha. So one shot is, what was Mesh Rabbeinu referring to? So I know that Kairach and his people also have a part in the carbon tomid of the Tzibur because they also donated a Machtas HaShekel. Their part should not be accepted. So we see here that even after they gave the Machtas HaShekel and it became total money of the Tzibur and a carbon Tzibur, but yet there is the individual here. Nachme, even more so we find regarding a different halacha. Their din is, the halach is, as a filavan ayachid, fundem tzibur, ved gevoigen kegendem tzibur. Even when you have one individual of a tzibur that's being weighed against the tzibur, it's a question of either the life of the yachid or the life of the whole tzibur. We do not forgo on the life of the yachid because of the life of many of the entire tzibur. As the Rambam tells us in the following scenario, if Goyim tell Yidin, they place siege on a city, let's say, and all Yidin are stuck there, and they tell the Yidin as follows, Give us just one of you, and he's one of, the, of everybody there, and we'll kill him. If you don't give us that one person, then we're going to kill all of you. So the halach is Yehargu Kulam. They all should be killed Va'al Yimsru Lahem Nefesh Achas Misral. And do not give them that one person, that one individual that they say they want to have. So what do we see from this? Even though the Tzibur, the collective whole of Klal Yisrael, is much more powerful than the Yachid, it doesn't, however, completely eradicate or completely annul the importance of the Yachid as well. That's the unique thing of the two opposites you find by Klal Yisrael. On one hand, there's this new entity of Tzibur because of the Achtos of Yidin. So Yidin are all one that was Nishadosh by Matan Teireh. But at the same time, the individual and the power and the life of an individual is significant. Even when it's a question of the entire life of the Tzibur, you cannot be Machriya the Tzibur against the Yachid to take away the life of a Yachid. Just as this is all true regarding looking at the tzibur. When you have a carbon tzibur or a situation where the life of a tzibur is in danger, that the yachid is still significant, the same is also true, the attitude of every individual that he has to have regarding himself. It's demanded of every individual these two opposite things that we're speaking about here. As Hill himself said in Pirkeiovis Aleph, on one hand he says, If I'm not going to be there for myself, who's there for me? On the other hand he said, When I'm there just for myself, what value do I have alone? So what do we see here? Two opposite points. On one hand we say, he has to be there for himself. He's an individual that has to pay attention to what exactly his level is on, on his own. 
on Tzazam and Demit, but at the same time, is that a tale from Klal Yisrael, he has to remember that he's not alone and he's part of Klal Yisrael. And if he doesn't have this as well, if he doesn't remember and realize this, he has nothing. And when I'm here alone, myself, I have nothing. Now, based on everything we said in the Sikhi here, the story of Hillel and the Bnei Biseda that argued about the Karben Pesach, whether it's Teich Shabbos or not, as the Tzvei Nekudah, Zedik Nezachais and Karben Pesach, we find these two aspects of the Yochid and the Tzibur expressed in the Karben Pesach. As we could explain, this Mishnah and Prekiyovis, Al Derech Hatzachas Varemes, Benegele Pesach, how it's connected to Pesach. Ubahagdim, Hagam says Nechayach to Zogan as Bimei Hill is given the minute to learn in Pekiyovis Ben Pesach Lishvus. Of course, we can't say that in the times of Hill already there was a minute of learning Pekiyovis between Pesach and Shvus. But since everything in Teir is eternal, which includes also the meaning of learning Pirkei Yavis, which is part of Teireh. So we must say, as the Maimur from Hillel, this statement of Hillel that we just quoted, we read it immediately after Pesach, because it's connected to Pesach. So what's the connection of this Mishnah to Pesach? So the Rebbe over here will explain, so the explanation is as follows. We demand as mentioned all the way in the beginning. as Pesach is Shabbos. The carbon Pesach pushes off Shabbos. as we explained before, what's the reason? Is that Mitzadam was Pesach together from carbon Tzibur. The reason is because Pesach is considered it's defined as a carbon Tzibur. On the Gemara is that Messiah. The Gemara there concludes the story of what happened when Bnei Biseda did not. Hold this way, and then Hillel proved that this is the this is the halacha. What happened? As Dosad Gebracht, as Matnemanegven, Hillel Alts Nasi. This caused that Hillel became appointed as the new Nasi. So now, let and Gleich Noch Pesach. So immediately after Pesach, we learn in the first Mishnah and one of the Mishnas in the first Pesach, Noch in the Smanemven from Hillel Alts Nasi. After Hillel was appointed as a Nasi. So we learn here this statement of Hillel that's a, 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 a an instruction that's connected to the carbon Pesach through what he became a Nasi. And what do we say? If I'm not for myself, I don't focus on my own level for myself, so what do I have? Which means, connecting this to the carbon Pesach, their mohus from carbon Pesach is a carbon Yachid. The carbon Pesach, if you look at many of the details of the carbon, it's a carbon for yourself. As we mentioned earlier in the Sikha, each person from his own money brings it himself and he eats it on his own, on his own being counted on it. That's one aspect of the carbon. But on the other hand, applying this mission to carbon Pesach, if you're going to be alone, you have nothing. And Moses have them together from carbon Sibur. The carbon Pesach must be brought in a way that it's done together with everyone. And therefore, if this carbon Pesach would have been only a carbon Yachid, if you bring it alone, so then you would not be pushing off Shabbos for this carbon. Hill would never become the Nasi Mani. So Hill is saying about himself, what do I what would I have? The only reason he became the Nasi is because his argument over the Bnei Biseda, he won with his argument. 
The Bnei Beseda said that it's a carbon yachid and it's not Deich Shabbos. Hillel came and said that it's a carbon sibur and therefore it is Deich Shabbos. So therefore Hillel is immediately adding that Kishani Laatzmi Mani. But yes, you have to have the focus of a yachid. But remember that the carbon Pesach is also a carbon sibur. Because otherwise, if not, then my point is pointless and I would never become the Nasi. Kevin Fregen, but we could ask, isn't there another requirement here? I feel like the carbon Pesach is an initial tzibur. Even if the carbon Pesach is a carbon tzibur, Moses the Chavon the Tanai from Kavuaz Manoi, or to Kenan Deiches and Shabbos Kanal Siv Beis. There has to be something which has a set time in order to be able to push off Shabbos. Zokt Hillel, so yes, so Hillel immediately adds, Vim Loyach Shavay If you don't act now, if you don't take action immediately and push, don't push it off any other time, then Emesai, when are you going to act? Carbon Pesach is Kavuah's mana if you doubt this. This is connected also to the carbon Pesach, which has a set time, and it has to be done now in this set time. Now the Rebbe applies this to Kishem, Vyasis, Bayedim, Bayzich, just as we apply this Indian of the attitude of a person regarding seeing himself as a Yachid or as part of the Tzibur. The same is also regarding the mitzvah of the haftulah, the attitude a person has to have to another yid. So how do we look at another yid? What's the basis of Avis Yisrael? So as you do, so it's known. As the reign from Avis Yisrael, to Velech Yidin, as Elmer Zayn, this mitzvah, which is to love any yid, regardless of who he is, is mitzadem, was called ish Yisrael, ki ish echot chaveirim. Because really all yidin are one entity. They all make up one collective whole. The Al-Terebbe is a smazbed. Al-Terebbe explains this in Igeres HaKadish. Azali Yidn Zenin V'ei Ish Echad Mechube Me'evarim Rabim. Like one body that's made up of many limbs. So all of Klal Yisrael really are one entity. However, there are a few explanations regarding this mushal here that all Yidn are made up of limbs of one body. Aleph, one explanation is Yedir Yid is a tale from Klal Yisrael. Regardless of who you are, every single Yid is part of Klal Yisrael. And as it says regarding Matan If even one Yid would be missing by Matan the Shechina would not be revealed to them. Another Maim Chazal, If Yidin are fasting for whatever reason, and they don't include all Yidin, including those sinners amongst Yidin, it's not a Tainus that's worth anything. So now here, the fact that all Yidin have to be present, or all Yidin have to be included, it's not because of an individual advantage that the person has that he has to be included. Nor does this This is because he is part of Klal Yisrael. He's a Yid. Forget about the individual level he's on. He's a Peshaya, he's a Tzaddik. Makes no difference. He's a Yid. He has to be present. He has to be there. So we're looking here at the Klal of all Yidin being part of one body without paying attention to any details. Or as the Rebbe says in Order 98, the Yechidah that every Yid has, that there all Yidin are equal. Based, but then there's another explanation. Every yid has a certain individual advantage. And it's his maila that's needed for the full, for the collective whole to be complete and whole. So all the aspects are needed to be mashlim the whole. As the Al-Tareb explains, just like you see it in a body. As this is Farana, the foot has an advantage over the head. 
was mitzad der meile is der regel bepchines roish because of what the foot has that the head does not have. So in that aspect, the regel is a roish. It's a leader. It, ha- it has something that the head doesn't. So here we're talking about the individual meile that there is. Aber hagam as do herzich di meile parati is fundem yochid. See here we're talking about a certain individual advantage that the individual has. We're not focusing on that mila for what it is separately, for the quality that it has and it accomplishes alone. The fact that this is part of the body and each avid is necessary to make up and complete the whole, so each aspect is, is uh, necessary. The head needs the foot, the foot needs the head. So here, yes, we're focusing on the individual milas, but the, the aspect of the fact that the individual milas are mashlam the klal. That's another point there, but not as a third point. When the when he explains the mitzvah of he does not suffice with saying as kulon mas that all yidin are the same and we have one father, one source of where we come from, and therefore in that sense, all Yidin are brothers, we all are one and the same entity, the Alter Rebbe doesn't stop there, now that is Maktim, the Alter Rebbe first says, and Gimel, this is the third aspect here, when it comes to the Neshama of a Yid, who can evaluate, who can tell us what their individual greatness is, you can never look at another yid and say that you're higher than him, you're better than him. You never know in the source a yid, the neshama, the maila, and the level of his neshama. Which means, you have to love another yid, appreciating also who he is as an individual, the maila that he has for himself, that he may be, he comes from a higher level than you, he has something that you don't have. Not only because he's a Yid. Forget about who he is. Forget about his level. He's a Yid. I have to love him as a Yid. No, not only because Or not only because of the fact because I'm relying on him. Because the head needs the foot. The foot needs the head. So therefore, even if he is lower than me, but yet we are combining one to another because I rely on him. Not only that, But even looking at him separately for the mile that he has, Every single Yid has his individual Maila, and that's also part of the mitzvah of Avis Yisrael, to love him as an individual. But here the Chiddush is that even this love is to love him just like you love yourself. Like all limbs of one body. Each limb of the body is Muzayin, must be an Eva Each limb has its place of and its function. But at the same time, it's all a varim of one body. So true, each aver has its own individual advantage separately that it gives here, that it has. But yet, it's part of one body. Even here, when you look at a yid, and you see him for what he is, the mile and the gedula of his neshama, that he has a certain mile that only he has. Not the aspect of that yid that he helps me, that he's mashlem my 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 chelik and or the chelik of all of Klal Yisrael. 
binte sich mit alle andere Eivorim als Gufechad. Yet at the same time, that individual Eivor and that individual Meile is part of one body as well and makes up the collective whole the, and therefore the Kamaycha, the Ava, to love another, another Yid like yourself. So therefore we see here, applying the point of the Sicha, the Yachid versus the Tzibur, how that's applied also to the mitzvah of Avish Yisrael, that the mitzvah does not only consist of loving the other Yid because of him being part of the Tzibur, looking at the Yechidah Sheben Efesh, but also even the individual Maila and the Prat of that Yid. On Durech, there is Askus and Ba'avto L'Riyachah Through us being involved in the mitzvah of loving another Yid, to love another one yid should be love another yid and the way we explained it here that the Rebishter so the Abishta, which is also hinted in this passage of Avahaftullah as Rashi says it refers to the Abishta. Yidin, the Abishta will express his love to Yidin, and the Abishta will come and redeem the Yidin, which will also include the two main aspects that we speak about in this Sikh. Aleph number one, to look to echad echad The Eibush will come and collect each individual yid. Yed the yochid bazunde. Every yid separately and individually. Virashi zokt as Eibush is oiches biyod of mamish kaviyachal Hashem comes and and grabs with his hands each yid individually. Unfirt yeder bazunde from Golis, and he leads each individual yid out of Golis. And even taking the Ebishter himself, which means that the Ebishter himself returns from Golis, together with Yidin. That's one aspect. That the individual, the individual of Yid that's taken out of Golis. But then the second point, we unite all Yidin together as one whole in the call Godel Yeshuvo Heina and the great collective whole of the of the Tzibur of Kali Yisrael coming together. Bigula Mitzvah Shlema Bagola Didan.